Hey y'all, welcome to season one of the I Don't Know What To Call It podcast. That's right, we don't have a name and we don't really know what to call this thing, but we're here to have some crazy dope conversations with you as our guest. So I'm your host, Errol. And I'm your host, Ashley B. And even though we don't have a name, we do have a common goal. And that's to help you dominate your sphere of influence, push past your fears, and live the life God designed for you. I co-sign, I co-sign. That sounds like a great plan. (laughs) Let's get into the episode. Hey y'all, welcome back to the I Don't Know What to Call It podcast. Welcome back, fam. I hope you all are doing super well. I hope you that you had a really great day. Um, we are so excited to dive into this discussion today that will for sure push, propel, and accelerate your life. Um, I'm your host, Ashley, and with me today is... Your host, Errol. Yes, Errol. How was your day today? My day was pretty okay um, it was pretty okay. <clears throat> I would say that it's pr- pretty productive. Listen, don't mind my voice right now. <laughs> I'm actually having um a frap from Starbucks. You That's know? why you all. That's why yes. Have issues. I'm, I'm jittery and I'm having issues oh according to Ashley. Oh but the Starbucks um caramel frap caramel caramel ribbon crunch is actually popping. Interesting. So. You know what's so crazy about that? It just be having too much crunch for me. It's too much crunch. Yeah, because they put okay. the crunchy. The so you don't like Twix and stuff. I do, but inside of the drink, I don't like to swallow mad crunchy stuff. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> I mean, okay. Moving on to. I'm just saying, like yeah. in the drink, it has too much caramel crunch. Like, gotcha. It's just yeah, too much. It's, it's just warm, too much. Overwhelming. Like if they just put a le- little less, mm-hmm. it would be good for me. Got it. But yeah, so okay. let's jump into these IDK facts. IDK facts today. <laughs> Oh my gosh. So this IDK fact for today is ice pops were invented by an 11 year old by accident. I believe it. This says, well, the Reader's Digest Mm -hmm. actually says that um, this person, Frank Epperson, left soda powder and water outside overnight with a wooden spoon or wooden stick inside of it and overnight it froze. Overnight. Mm-hmm. Because I guess it gets really cold at night, depending mm-hmm. on where you are. It gets, like, really chilly. And so it turned into, like, a popsicle, and then they tasted it. Mm-hmm. After that, he started selling it around town. I wonder if he has the <clears throat> copyrights to icicles. I, I wasn't thinking about that. Because just think about it. If I accidentally make something and I start selling it, mm-hmm. I wonder if he owns the rights to the original popsicle. Well, this was uh, this was in, like, 1905. So, in 1905, mm-hmm. things were completely different yeah. than, than today. Today, you've got a copyright, stuff. trademark, LLC. Do all of the things. Do all the things. Keep yourself protected. But, um, yeah, this happened in 1905. I think it's pretty dope. I was going to say, like... There's, it's crazy how some, some of the things that people come up with happen by accident mm-hmm. and it was like, just kind of blew up. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Topic, topic, topic. That is really good. <laughs> and I'm not surprised that it was a kid. I feel right. like kids always do stuff by an accident and it just be the most creative things. I know, um, one of the people that we know, their son painted a picture. And mm-hmm. when I was watching the Instagram video, at first it just looked like he was just dabbling, you know, but yeah. to see the finished product, I was just like, oh my gosh, this is from a one-year-old mm-hmm. it was pretty dope it was dope i was like oh i see stuff I yeah see. it was um it was abstract mm-hmm. for sure but it was definitely something that i would probably see in the art gallery as well interesting mm-hmm. yeah Aww. so watch out for your kids for those of you guys that have kids I'm gonna be watching. they might be the next millionaire they might be inventing something Listen. that you know can shake this whole world and don't get me started bring something shake new into up. the room oh she going off of y'all she- <laughs> Yo, Ashley love a shake. <laughs> shake it all the way up. Don't yeah. get me started. So, yeah. so that's yes. my IDK fact for the um the week. I thought I thought that was good. Cool. So you. whatever your kids are doing, don't shut them down. 
Mm-hmm. Let them allow their creativity to take them to something that's going to blow up shoe eight. But today, our discussion is called the Big Bang. Boom. Boom. <laughs> that's Big Bang. <laughs> <laughs> the Big Bang gifts that transform the marketplace. Mm. And I love this. If you know anything about me, like I'm a fake scientist, like fake scientist. I'm the fakest of fakes. Oh my gosh, don't do this to me. <laughs> don't say fake. Like when I was in college, I actually wanted to go to college for when I was in in high school, I wanted to go to college for science and mm-hmm. all of that stuff, but it didn't happen. But you became a scientist in the kitchen. Oh, yes. I was you about started to... mixing stuff, and yes. you made your own white sauce. I cannot. God. You and this white sauce. Oh, that is science, Thanks- Thanksgiving though. Thanksgiving is coming. Thanksgiving is coming. Thanksgiving is coming. It's around the corner. I actually just kind of made the white sauce on Sunday, too. Wow. Yeah, Thanks I'm for sorry. letting me know. I just it's, made it for me and it's Kelvin. It's now fr- Friday, and I can't have no white sauce. I'm sorry. That's fine. Maybe on Thanksgiving when we have Friendsgiving. <sighs> But yes, um, today the discussion is about gifts that transform the marketplace. And I think that this discussion topic is so important because we live in a society where we have so many gifted people and Mm -hmm. there's a group of people who see those outwardly and confident um, gifted people and it causes them to like shrink up and go in their shell because they don't have the confidence that ha- um, someone else has and I think that it literally hinders us from moving forward and literally optimizing and maximizing on the things that we have on the inside of us mm-hmm. I think I mentioned it before um, when I was growing up I really um, didn't think I was gifted at all because everyone else could outwardly like really really sing and they could really really dance and they could do all all of the things mm-hmm. and because I wasn't like them I thought that I lacked I thought that I didn't have anything because it didn't look like and it wasn't as obvious to everyone else so that really caused me to look at myself as someone who wasn't gifted someone who didn't have talents I would literally say I am not talented I am I don't have any gifts like what can I do like mm-hmm. all of the things because of everyone that I saw but little <laughs> did I recognize is that I did have stuff on the inside of me that was literally just waiting for someone to poke and to literally begin to groom and begin to edit and begin to help them begin to be all the person that God created them to Mm be. So I'm just like thinking like, wow, if that one person did not help me recognize that was on what was on the inside of me was needed and it was necessary for a people, I wouldn't have did nothing with it Mm -hmm. because I was so busy looking at everybody else, caught up on what they were doing and missing the fact that God created me to be gifted as well. He places some things on the inside of me to be able to transform Mm -hmm. everywhere you walk into Mm -hmm. because we're called to the marketplace. We're entrepreneurs. We have things that will be able to transform lives, impact them, and begin to push them into the spaces. Mm -hmm. Why are you smiling? No, go ahead. Okay, push them into the spaces um, that they fear to walk into. Mm -hmm. And I think that what we do is we allow fear to hinder us from walking through the doors that God already opened. Mm -hmm. And sometimes, you know how doors are unlocked and we're sitting here looking for a key and we didn't even realize the door was was left up. It was open the whole entire Mm -hmm. time. I think that we get so caught up in fear and looking for the keys and think we got to do all these special things when God already unlocked the door and he already opened it. All we have to do is push and recognize that it's open Mm -hmm. so what does that look like for you Uh, you always ask these questions you go through your whole rant and then you're like so what does that look like for you this is a whole counseling session y'all oh my Um, gosh no (laughs) um for for me it it looks like understanding that i matter and understanding Mm -hmm. that i belong Mm -hmm. and understanding that there is a space for me Mm -hmm. um and then my voice is important. I think that's a common theme that we we have like throughout our entire podcast is mm-hmm. like reassurance and what we have to offer the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and coming to the understanding like, yo, 
things are things are meant to evolve things mm-hmm. are meant to transform mm-hmm. things are meant to change and i think that uh the world was created i mean scientists kind of took over this uh this notion of evolution and how mm-hmm. the world you know started from a big bang and god didn't exist and all this stuff whatever your belief is mm-hmm. um evolution is a part of that i mm-hmm. think god even created evolution in some way shape mm-hmm. or form he created us to change he created us to grow he created us to mature and transform and i think the realm of the marketplace um is transformed by what we add to it mm-hmm. i think that there are oftentimes things are stagnant because something weren't, wasn't added or something wasn't taken away. So I think that the marketplace tra- changes. Like I say, I'll get, I guess every day, mm-hmm. um, if someone decides to quit their job or if someone decides not to be, not to be entrepreneur anymore, mm-hmm. there's a gift that was, that was taken away from the marketplace that made it what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that we should continuously try to add whatever it is that we have to the marketplace to make it better, mm-hmm. to make it more intriguing for everyone that is, you know, apart um and to actually make our impact within that sphere of influence Mm -hmm. i think that's so good as you were talking you know i always get visuals she's a a visionary always get visuals and you were talking about the adding and the taking away um from the marketplace and it began in how the marketplace is changing every single day i think it's changing Mm -hmm. every second because somebody's launching someone's launching someone's listening to this right now that wants to launch that's launching something that's launching something Mm -hmm. that wants to launch and let this be your sign that do you should not sit on the very thing that you've been thinking about all your life yep. that you've been dreaming about as a kid don't allow that dream to just stay in that beautiful head of yours but allow it to come from your brain from your mind from your dreams and begin to see it um come to reality yes. um in the earth but what i was actually seeing was um every time an entrepreneur is birth or another thought leader is on birth, I really began to see the borders of the marketplace expand for that person mm-hmm. so that they can take a specific place. I really believe as mm-hmm. believers. So the space, basically, I don't want to cut you off. No, you're good. Basically, the space was being created for them as they began to think and as, as they, they begin, begin to dream and yes. do all the things. Yeah. Because the word says that your gifts make room for you. So there uh-huh. has to be and an what, expansion. What else it does? Brings you before great men. My <laughs> I God. was like, wait, what? <laughs> you testing me right now? <laughs> no, no, no. Continue. <laughs> but it literally expands. If he makes rooms, that means mm-hmm. that something is being made for you. It's That's literally good. opening mm-hmm. up so that you can take your place in That's there. That's really good. Like people always say that, oh, the industry is oversaturated. Mm-hmm. No, it's not that it's oversaturated. It's just that more people are taking their specific place in yeah. the industry in order to impact and transform that specific area. Mm-hmm. Like I come from sales. So like... Like every time you hear, it's just like, oh, it's like oversaturated with salespeople right. and all the things. And every time I get another email from Indeed about mm-hmm. another sales job, it's like always consistent. But what I realize is that if there is a call for it and there's a need, you might be the answer and you don't even recognize yeah. it. Um, so I think it's recognizing that what we have is an answer to a problem that's already in the world. It's just waiting for us to wake up and answer the call to literally recognize that we have something to add. Yeah. Why do you think people aren't stepping into the space that was created? I think that one, it comes with fear. Mm -hmm. 
insecurities, Mm -hmm. comparison. Mm -hmm. I think those are the three top things, like literally fear, insecurities, and comparison. Mm -hmm. Fear because it's just like, oh, maybe something, this won't work out the way I think it's going to work out. Or um, something may, like I might lose money, so I can't do it because I don't have the money. Listen, Mm -hmm. there's been a lot of things I did not have money for, but it ended up working out. Mm -hmm. And it's still in that place where it's consistently happening to this day. So fear of losing fear of not being able to be everything that God says, fear of actually launching forward and recognize like, what if this um, doesn't work? Like, what if I launch and it does not work at all? Mm -hmm. And I think that's something that plays in people's minds to cause them to slow down and delay and not move in the things that God has called them to be. And insecurity is to cause you to believe that you are the opposite of what God actually created you to be. Like insecurities literally come to snuff people out and to make them believe the opposite of what God actually spoke over them. So like, if you're smart, you're beautiful. My insecurities will speak completely against that to cause me to slow down and delay the process that God has put me on to be this person that he's created me to be. Mm -hmm. And, um, I said insecurities, I said, um, fear and comparison. comparison. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. I think Comparison is a killer because it literally causes us to begin to look at other people and begin to um, try to line ourselves up with them thinking that I have to compare myself to this person in order to be this. When in reality, God didn't call you to compare you to nobody but Jesus. That's the only person that he compared you to. That's the word. Um, So looking at other people as if they like we can be the roadmap for people, but we are not identical to each other. Yes. And we do not have the same exact thing to do in the earth might look similar but your voice is different so that means that it's it's called you're called to be a part of a group of people that only you can reach Mm, that's good i really want to dig into that comparison thing go ahead because i think that i think it's so true Mm -hmm. um there's a quote by Mm -hmm. i can't read right now i don't have my glasses on my lord put your glasses (laughs) it's i think it's knitting Nam Dio. It says two two humans are completely different from each other. Sorry, I can't talk English either, guys. Two humans are completely different from each other. Comparing them is like insulting nature. Oh. That was harsh. I was like, dang, like if I compared myself to Barack Obama, like that's insulting the nature that I was created in. Okay. Um, and I think that's because I was uniquely designed mm-hmm. and completely originated to mm-hmm. do what I, whatever it is that I have been called to do. Mm-hmm. Similar to like what you said, like I may be following somebody else's footsteps or uh, following on the roadmap that they set before me, mm-hmm. but I have something completely different to offer the world. Mm-hmm. I think I also wrote in my book, um, uh, for the emerging, if y'all want that, y'all could just, where email. can they find where, that? Where can they find it? I'm asking you, you know, they can email. I don't know what at gmail.com or what's your email. And I'll send them. The, oh, you can email me at arrow at emerge.ent.com. Okay. Um, Wow, you're so annoying. (laughs) (laughs) so annoying. Anyways, what I said in the book was, what did I say in the book? I don't know. You wrote it. I was talking about, because you you threw me off. I'm sorry. This is why you can't be throwing me off of a good conversation. I'm sorry. It's a good conversation. Um, Dang, can't remember. You wrote in your book and you're talking about comparison. Mm Mm-hmm. And in your book, I believe you were talking about comparison. I was talking about comparison in my book. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Y'all. I'm sad. <laughs> woman, oh, my God. The woman that got threw me off. I'm sad. <laughs> what was I talking about? I was talking about comparison. Yes. And I was talking about how we shouldn't compare ourselves to mm-hmm, one another. Because it goes against the nature. Because it goes against each other's nature. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
I don't remember what I was going to say. <laughs> That's sad. I should have wrote it down. Yeah, it's I'm okay. Sad. You I'm told really me sad. to take notes. I did tell you to take notes, but it's okay. Yeah, but I, I'm going to remember. As you're thinking about that, it really I, it reminds me of something that I quote all the time. Um, it's something that I recognize is that comparison literally kills authenticity mm -hmm. and it kills everything that we were created to mm -hmm. authentically this be. This is good. Okay. Because mm -hmm, I remember now. Good. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. So, the, so what I wrote in my book, don't uh -huh. do this, your face. What I wrote in my book is that everyone has done it, but no one has done it like you. Yeah. And I think that that's something that we miss out on every time we venture off into a new idea or into a new lane mm -hmm. that we've never been in. Um, and we're always, we're always comparing, okay, this person has done that. The person next to me is doing that. Oh, no, my best friend is doing the same thing. I don't want to do that, too. Guess what? You are not your best friend. You do not sell like your best friend. Mm -hmm. You do not create products like your best friend. Mm -hmm. It could be a similar product. It could mm -hmm. be a similar item. Mm -hmm. But I think that people are often drawn to your character. They're mm -hmm. often drawn to your. They're often drawn to your integrity. They're drawn to what you what you specifically have to offer. Mm -hmm. You have a fan base created for your personality type, and I know that sometimes we don't want to go based off a of personality. We don't want to like put on in order to I guess sell our product or service mm -hmm. or whatever that is. But when you're when you're creative and when you're an entrepreneur, people are drawn to who you are as a person mm -hmm. before they're drawn to what your product is. That's a fact. And so I think that um, half of us are probably having a hard time pitching our product or selling our product or service because we haven't fully honed in on like, hey, these people. Actually actually want my personality mm -hmm. these people actually care if I'm a, if I'm a nice person or not mm -hmm. for some these people actually care if I'm funny if you're in if you're into acting or um you want to become a you know an actor or something like that these people are probably drawn to your character off stage more than you more than they're drawn to your character on That's stage so there are many times where I have oh you catching chills I caught a chill <laughs> I mean, that was really hard <laughs> there are many times where I have looked up my favorite character on Instagram, I'm like, yo, she's really mean. Like, mm -hmm. she's she's a really nasty person. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to watch any movies with her again. I think it all matters. Like, the person that you were created to be, you should be that person. You should carry a good persona about yourself because you're drawing a specific people and drawing a specific demographic. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that that's the beginning of how we begin to transform minds and transform the marketplace because we're reaching our people. Mm -hmm. I like what you said. I feel like we're just quoting our books today. Like, I don't I don't know what's going on, but it's Quote okay. Um, but but you reminded me of something that I did have in my book in regards to being a triple threat. And mm -hmm. one of them was your personality. And one of them was knowledge and one was skill. But in regards to personality, I know I've spoken to a lot of people who said, oh, I'm an introvert. I can't do that. Oh, I'm an mm -hmm. extrovert. And they lean. Or oh, I just found out there's something called an ambivert. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that you could be an introvert and an, <laughs> an introvert, extrovert at the same exact time. And mm -hmm. that's what an ambivert is. I just found that out. But I didn't, um, when I was talking to people, even the introverts I was meeting with I was I was like you still have a personality right. it might look different it may sound different but hone in on your specific passion because your passion will speak for itself mm -hmm. and I think that people count themselves out mm -hmm. with selling or going into the marketplace um, with what they have because they feel like they articulate themselves differently mm -hmm. or because they're not as a, they're not so what is it when you're the opposite of socially awkward when you're the opposite of socially awkward, yeah. socially unawkward. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna go with it. When you're socially unawkward, mm -hmm. um, you begin that threw me off, but that's kind of really, really good. Um, but when you are um, allowing what you love to do to fuel you, mm -hmm. you'll begin to see aspects of yourself that you never saw before, mm -hmm. and then other areas in your personality will begin to get awakened because you loved what you did so much that you allowed that to drive what you did, mm -hmm. how you did it, how you operated in it. 
And ultimately, now you realize that you're not the person that you thought you were because you allowed what you love to be the fuel for what you do. Yeah, there's something there's something that you said about um, speaking and and mm-hmm. not saying the same thing as somebody else. Something yeah. something around that nature. I think I recently got free from that. Interesting. Like I I recently just got over the fact that I can say the same thing as somebody else because it articulates differently. Mm-hmm. I think that um, there were many times that I've held back what I had to say or held back my commentary because I believe that the person in the room just said the same thing, mm-hmm. even though it didn't translate well. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes I found that when I spoke up or when I actually um, articulated what my thoughts were, even though they were similar to someone else's, I often got approved deals, uh, approved contracts. All Come of the on. People were saying yes to things that they said no to before because I articulated it differently, because mm-hmm. I actually spoke up. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's going to come differently from you. Mm-hmm. The people, listen, you have a voice and the people want to hear you speak. It's going to come differently from you. Mm-hmm. And I think that once we believe that, yo, our voice carries a different sort of weight than someone else, mm-hmm. not to be cocky or prideful about mm-hmm. that, but understanding like, hey, I have something different to offer. The tone of my voice is different than somebody mm-hmm. else. The way I speak is different from someone else. And this, my voice can actually bring me deals or my voice can impact an organization or take the organiza- organization to the next level. I think once we really believe that and hone in on that, we'll find ourselves in more successful situations um, than we ever had before. You know, it's crazy because I've actually been the person on that end where um, I begin to see success in the sales companies I was a part of because of my voice, because mm-hmm. of how I carry myself, because of the way I articulated. Now we're going after the same exact client, but the way that I said it might have been a little different. It might have been an, a lot nicer. It might have been more um, compassionate. It might have mm-hmm. drawn them a different way. Right. And it was the same client that somebody went um, to um, went after as I did, but I was the one who got the deal and the other person did mm-hmm. not. So I think it's important to recognize the weight of your words, mm-hmm. the power of your words, and how you begin to articulate these things. Because I think we oh my gosh we are so uncomfortable with our own voices Mm -hmm. that it causes us to be silenced but I want us to become comfortable with our voice I want us to be confident in what we say how we say it how we articulate it um and just recognize that what we have to say like you um like you said matters Mm -hmm. like what I I wish people really understood how much what they had to say Mm -hmm. matters to this world like just one person is waiting for you to just open up your mouth and say something that will transform the way that they think that they live, the way that they operate because you opened your mouth. And I really think that we don't, um, we don't lean towards what we have to say because of childhood trauma and things of that nature that mm-hmm. has caused us to not open up our mouth and has called, caused us to silence ourselves. But yeah. I want us to be unsilent. I want us to be unstuck mm-hmm. because once we recognize be out on the opposite side of you being unstuck, on the opposite side of you being unmuzzled, the, uh, on the opposite side of you being unsilent, mm-hmm. unsilent is a group of people who will be freed, transformed, impacted mm-hmm. by what you have to say. Mm-hmm. But we have to allow our ourselves to get comfortable with our the sound of our own voice so that other people can feel and uh, begin to just feel drawn to the passion that we have on the inside of us yeah i was also going to say that i think this is similar to the me too movement mm-hmm. i think that the only reason why this movement was able to band together mm-hmm. or the group of women was able to band together at this capacity was because one person spoke up mm-hmm. and then another another person spoke mm-hmm. up and then another person spoke up each with similar stories with different voices yep. and they all came together to transform the way that people thought about sexual abuse and mm-hmm. all of the things mm-hmm. like i think that that's a prime example of what can happen mm-hmm. when you actually utilize your voice it's a big bang and mm-hmm. a really 
transforms it can transform a lot of things mm-hmm. and this is how you cause impact yeah. i think that this is this is made like this is a major way that you can cause impact because frankly to keep it up to, to keep sorry, it up this is stirring me this is so she's bad. stirred over here she over here sipping tea sir i'm dead this <laughs> but is good. frankly i think that we we can't do it all by ourselves yeah we can't do it alone we need a band of people to come together mm-hmm. and take this wall down, whatever that mountain or that wall is. Mm-hmm. There are some social, is- socially economic issues going on. There's this world issues going on. Stuff are going on that is not going to come down unless you band together with a mm-hmm. group of people with like-mindedness mm-hmm. and different voices. Yeah. You can have the same mind, the same mentality, but your voice and your story is different. Mm-hmm. And I think that... Um, we really need to like hone in on what that mm-hmm. looks like. Collaborative partnerships again. We really want to hone in on what that looks like. Mm-hmm. Partnering with someone else, joining together um, with someone else for one agenda, one mm-hmm. purpose, one mission. Mm-hmm. I have a question for you. You have a question for me? Yeah. I thought so, I, I skipped all the questions. No, you didn't. Okay. Um, as you were talking, it made me think of: um, Have you ever been that one that person that had to step out first? Mm, yes. Mm-hmm. Do you you want the story? Yeah, I don't got the story, but um, <laughs> that has happened before, and it was nerve wracking. Mm-hmm. It was a moment where I'm like, "Yo, I like the background. I don't want to talk to nobody. I don't want to say anything. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna defend myself. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why it's that voice or that melody, but um, yes, and it was nerve wracking. It was it was it was a moment that I had to gain confidence and do it quickly mm-hmm. because if I missed the moment, I would have missed the opportunity. Listen and here. Okay. That's good. <laughs> if I, if I missed the moment, I would have missed the opportunity for something to change. Mm-hmm. If I did not say anything, things would have continued to be the same way it was. And so I think that, um, that's important too, like maximizing on your moment, maximizing mm-hmm. on the opportunity that you have been given. Mm-hmm. If the time comes for you to speak and the room is silent, you got two minutes to say something before the meeting's actually over. Wow. Before the board members walk out. Before the VP walks out with the checkbook. This is your moment to speak. Before the pastor walks out. Before the judge walks out. Before anyone walks out of the room. This is your opportunity to speak up. Because change is on the other side. So, yeah. Get courage and get courage quickly. That was good. That was good. That's all I had to say. That was that. good. That's all I had to say about that. That was really good. She's over here going up. Yeah, I don't know what to do. Like, <laughs> just imagine, like, the room is just waiting for us to speak. The waiting. The room is waiting. Like, it mm-hmm. got silent. And it might seem like it's a whole bunch of chatter going on. Mm-hmm. But it's your voice that's going to shift it, that's going to change it, mm-hmm. and begin to add something that was never mm-hmm. there. Your and voice I, is breaking the silence. Your voice your voice is breaking. You know what, Errol? <laughs> I'm about to throw something at you. But you're, oh, my gosh. Your voice is breaking the silence. Mm-hmm. Like, And it goes back to the Me Too movement. Like you were saying, like her voice broke the silence and began mm-hmm. to usher in something that never had been done in years like yeah. in our lifetime at least mm-hmm. like we haven't seen something so impactful in years um as for in regards to the me too movement and i want us to recognize that we have a voice too we, we have, have a voice a, too we have something mm-hmm. to add too mm-hmm. like recognize that you have something mm-hmm. that this world has never seen before like right. i know there's nothing new under the sun but there's nothing like in you you have something to add to that will change and sh- just shift everything yep. mm-hmm. and it'll begin to just shift it so recognize mm-hmm. that you have a voice too mm-hmm. the gifts that you have on the inside of you will shift and change every room mm-hmm. that you walked into you walk into like i think i think of when they say like 
um, there's always like the smartest person in the room, but get in that room knowing that you have something to add that that person doesn't have yet. Mm-hmm. Like you have something to uh, um, offer that was not added yet yep. and recognize that you have something that this mm-hmm. world needs. I mm-hmm. feel like I probably kept repeating myself. But you really want to get it ingrained yes. in them. Like, yo, the marketplace is yours. It's yours. The world is yours The as well. world is the yours. The room that you stepped in is, has been given over to you. Mm-hmm. You have an ownership. You have yeah. a, a piece of the puzzle you have a piece mm-hmm. of the pie yeah and so we really want to own it had to be some good pie though what apple pie no yeah. peach cobbler that's not really peach a pie cobbler. but it's a cobbler is it i don't know if it's a pie idk facts y'all we y'all figured <laughs> out let us know but all the things you have ownership you can do it you have a voice lift your voice oh, and wait. do all the things and she's about to go off again so this episode is going to be longer than usual oh, but i'm sorry it's just this ahead. last point part it's like taking ownership of what god gave you mm-hmm. like of he, the gift of the gift like take ownership of it and use it practice, and it. practice it master it go in the room work it and work it and work it and work it and work it so that when you do step into that room mm-hmm. you are already ready you have your a game on you've practiced you mastered it and you're able to deliver it in such a way that blows the socks off of everyone in the blow room. the socks off y'all we want to blow the socks <laughs> off like we oh want them to be astonished by what they yes, see yes yes so this is the episode of the big bang like, this is the big bang y'all and let your gifts transform the marketplace and mm-hmm. everywhere, honestly, you yep. step into. Um, as you all know, um, this podcast is called the I Don't Know What to Call It podcast. And that's because we want you to help us out in picking a name. Um, so if you have any ideas or suggestions as you listen to these episodes, anything that comes to your mind, email it to us at idkwhatpodcast at gmail.com. We'll be looking at them. We'll be sorting through them. And we'll be letting you know the suggestions. Maybe on Instagram, maybe somewhere. It's going to pop up. Mm-hmm. Where you'll be able to know that we're looking at them and that we're taking your suggestions seriously. Yeah, man. So we'll see you next time. See you guys soon. Bye. Bye.